being part of this institution has been critical to, to who I am uh, over uh, half a lifetime, but it's time for me to go and do something else. Uh, I, I've spent a lot of time doing this, and, and uh, I believe there are other things in the world for me to do, and I'm excited about that. That was a pretty historic speech, actually, yesterday with John Horgan, former Premier John Horgan, deciding that it's time to move on completely from politics here in B.C. Joining us now to talk more about this and what else is going on out there is Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Morning, Simi. I guess this wasn't a huge surprise, was it? No. um, I think when the Premier announced last summer that he was going, we assumed that it also meant that sooner or later he would no longer be an MLA sitting there in the back bench, that he would resign that seat and uh, leave uh, provincial politics anyway and leave the provincial legislature. So it really was a question of when he would do it. Um, He got up in the House on Thursday and said, I'm going. He didn't say specifically when, but outside the legislature, he told reporters he still got some unfinished business for his constituency, Langford, and he will submit his resignation. He guessed that a good day would be St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> ever the loyal Irishman, John Horgan. There's also a rule about that, right? There's a, there's yeah. a reason why he didn't say it in the yeah, legislature. The, the law that sets up the legislature and governs its you know, sort of the big stuff, uh, the Constitution Act, says that members can resign by standing up in the legislature and saying, I'm going, but... At that moment, they ceased to be MLAs. So if Horgan had done it in the House yesterday, that would have triggered the six-month clock on a by-election, and he wouldn't be an MLA anymore. Like when he left the chamber, he wouldn't be. So uh, he decided he, his original plan was to announce it in the House, but you know the Constitution Act, everybody looked at it and went, no, you can't quite do that. So he... Uh, hinted pretty strongly at it in the House, and then outside the House said, yeah, I'm going, I'm going next month, uh, probably will make it official by writing a letter to the Speaker saying I resign, and he says uh, he thinks St. Patrick's Day would be a good day to do that. <laughs> you know what was nice about this, Vaughn, is that we, and we see this so rarely in politics, is it was just a nice moment. It was a nice moment where everybody kind of got on side regardless of political party. It was a really nice moment. So I've seen a lot of speeches in that place. I've been covering the legislature and in my 40th year. It's one of the best I've ever seen because it was, it, first of all, he held the audience. He spoke for 30 minutes to me. This is an era of very short attention spans. It's hard <laughs> so to get true. people's attention for a tweet on Twitter. Never mind that he spoke for 30 minutes. And people can go check it out themselves. It's there on the Hansard channel. Uh, if you want to watch it, it starts just after 1 o'clock and it goes through to about 1.35. So uh, it's a great speech. It's great because, first of all, it's really reflective. Horgan looks back over his whole life is 63 years of life he sort of takes it back to grade one at one point and 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 comes forward through 30 years in politics on both sides of the house and he's also pretty funny right he there's a lot of anecdotes in there by a guy who did have the gift of gab and it's generous it's generous to his opponents on the other side of the house so he even had something nice to say about the press gallery which is not the sort of thing you hear wow. from politicians until they're leaving right <laughs> <laughs> That's so true uh, and I, I thought you know what it was nice it was reflective and clearly there you know even though he reflected on being angry john too sometimes 
Yeah, he acknowledged angry John, and as a very funny passage in the speech, he described how in opposition in his early days, he lost it so badly in the house that he stormed away from his seat, crossed the floor, and was on the verge of hunting down the cabinet minister that he was furious with. And that was Colin Hansen, uh, on the, uh, then a liberal cabinet minister. And Horgan said he stopped himself, right? Like, but yeah, he's not sure where he was going. And the, the other thing about that, Simi, that's incredibly funny is that Hansen, in retirement, was following Horgan's speech on social media, and he tweeted out that that was his favorite part of the speech, was was Horgan acknowledging that. So, yeah, it was a reminder that for, I guess, the most generous-spirited politicians, the stuff that goes on in the House, boasting about your own record if you're in government and defending it, Attacking the government and criticizing it in opposition is part of your job. The smart ones don't let it spill over into the corridors when they leave the place. And one of the things that was really nice yesterday was members of the opposition coming up and personally thanking Horgan when the House recessed after his speech. Uh, One of the most moving was Shirley Bond. Um, opposition MLA for a long time, former cabinet minister, so in government a long time, and no slouch when it comes to holding a government to account. But Bond said um, when her husband, Billy, died a few years ago, she got a lovely letter, from the, a, a personal letter from the premier of B.C., was Horgan. So it was pretty touching at times. Um, and as I said, funny... And Horgan, <laughs> Horgan continued outside with reporters. So we'd originally asked, is he going to do a scrum? And, and the staff said, oh, you know, he's, he's sort of leaving. He doesn't want to say much. But of course, of course he's Horgan, he right? So yeah, we, of course he we did. did. this lengthy, lengthy um, scrum outside, and he, he keeps adding to the narrative. In fact, outside the house is where he delivered the best line, I thought. So he talks about how he started in politics 30 years ago as a staffer and ended up where he was, right? And he said, but the line was, I started off opening the mail, and I ended up as premier. Now, how's that for a career no art, kidding. right? You know, it's a, you could be a self-starter out there. <laughs> it's quite a good story. <laughs> and I think it's good for people to also realize that there is a camaraderie behind yes. the scenes, that people do get along, because we, we not just forget that, but we need to be reminded of that. We do. And the thing they all share is, and they're all aware of, is the astonishing level of abuse there is now out there, magnified by social media. There's such a tendency not to recognize that honorable members can disagree profoundly about policy but still treat others with some level of respect. And so I think that's one of the things they all have in common, especially when they've been on both sides of the House. And Horgan said that, you know, he, was, he served in opposition longer than he did in government. And he talked about how the job of the opposition is very important in our system, holding government to account. That's what their job is, right? 
And I thought that, again, was one of the most constructive parts of the speech, one of the most important messages he delivered, and he delivered it as a guy who served on both sides of the house. You know what else I find interesting is that there's a good lesson here, too, in watching a career like John Horgan's, in that I I remember that, you know, when he was in opposition and he was angry— there was people thought, oh, can he be the premier? Like he can't. He he can't be the premier. Look how angry he always. He doesn't have the yep. temperament for it. And yet, look at that. Right? Yeah, completely right. different person. I've I've not in again all the different leaders of the opposition I've covered, and some of them ended up as premier. I've not seen anyone make the transition so dramatically because in opposition he really was angry. Job John, and what sometimes spilled out was his anger toward the press gallery. Some of my colleagues. I'm not one of them, but some of my colleagues have had the experience of being abused by Horgan during a scrum, him shouting at you in opposition. And he's always said, look, first of all, I'm Irish, I have a bit of a temper, but second of all, opposition is an inherently frustrating negative job, and he didn't adapt well to it. Whereas in government, uh, you get to do stuff, and he found government more satisfying than opposition. I think almost any politician would tell you that. Yeah. Um, you know, the old line is the the best day in in the worst day in government is still better than the best day in opposition. <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's true. Very true. Vaughn, thank you for that. Bye bye, Cindy.